Praise the Lord. You are listening to a word from the Lord, a radio and internet ministry of the Refuge Temple Church of Burlington, North Carolina. Refuge Temple Church is located in the heart of Burlington, NC at 152 North Main Street. Our pastor is Bishop Reginald J. Davis. Refuge Temple Church is a spirit-filled, Bible-believing, multicultural ministry ordained by Jesus Christ to serve him, his kingdom, and the community from Main Street to the world. We welcome you to join us now for anointed music and the word of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Gospel of St. John, chapter number 14. Notice, if you would, verse number 15. If ye love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. Just look to somebody nearby and tell them, you should meet my friend. God bless you. You can be seated. You should meet my friend. You should meet my friend. We started this message on last Sunday in an attempt to emphasize the need, and I do use that word deliberately, the need of the Holy Spirit in the life of every person. One of the mistakes that the traditional Pentecostal church has made is the notion that somehow the Holy Ghost only belonged in the Pentecostal church. Only belonged with us because we believed in the power and the move of Pentecost. But every person that's a believer in Christ Jesus should be filled with the Holy Ghost. The Bible says that in the last days, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Somebody say all flesh. That means Baptist flesh, Methodist flesh, Episcopalian flesh, Presbyterian flesh. All flesh should be receiving this wonderful baptism of the Holy Ghost. And I've literally been praying, if you've joined me, in morning prayer, you know, almost every morning I pray for somebody to receive the Holy Ghost because I believe even in the pandemic, God is still baptizing people in the Holy Ghost. A young woman reached out to me um, at the conclusion of prayer and asked me what she needed to do to receive the Holy Ghost. And I gave her the scriptures and I said to her, if you can repent of your sins and if you can have faith in Jesus, and if you can surrender, ask the Lord to baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And she texted me the next day and said, Bishop, after prayer, I got by myself and asked God to fill me with the Holy Ghost. And I started speaking in tongues. Come on, somebody. Oh, somebody ought to give God. Because God is still baptizing in the Holy Ghost. 
I get it. We're, we're used to gathering around people and telling, calling in their ear and screaming at them. But that doesn't fill anybody. Hallelujah. What you have to do is simply ask the Lord. He said, I'll give the Holy Ghost to everybody that asks me. That means if anybody has the faith, the temerity, and the surrender of heart to ask for the Holy Ghost, he will indeed baptize with the Holy Ghost. Why? 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 Because the Holy Spirit is the most important element of the New Testament church. In fact, without the Holy Spirit, we are just simply a bunch of folk getting together and nothing happening. But when the people of God gather, when the people of God gather in faith, and when the people of God allow the Holy Spirit to move, we literally become virtually invincible. Because the Holy Spirit empowers us, the Holy Spirit transforms us, and the Holy Spirit creates for us an intimacy with God. Hallelujah. There, there, there's something intimate. I, I know some of us don't understand this because all we got is church Holy Ghost. And when you got church Holy Ghost, you got to be in the building to experience the power and presence of the Holy Ghost. But I'm so glad that I don't have church Holy Ghost. I will talk about this in reference to mothers. I'm saved because the Lord filled my grandmother with the Holy Ghost almost 50 years ago. She, she, she was not a young woman. She was, in, she was 50 years old, in fact, when she got up one morning and decided to go to church. And she went to church, and she had one church in mind, and the Holy Spirit stopped her and said, don't get on that bus, wait for the next bus. And so she waited for the next bus. She was in New York, and it lit her off right in front of Refuge Temple. And she had never been in that church. She went by there because she had a cousin who was an usher there when Bishop Lawson was alive. And this is now 1971, 1972. And she walks into that church, and after hearing the message by Pastor Bonner, she gets up to walk down the aisle, as people say, to give the preacher her hand. Because she liked the church, she liked the choir, she wanted to join the church. But before she could get to the altar, the Holy Ghost touched her right in the aisle. Oh, hallelujah. When the Holy Ghost touched her, the missionaries ran to her and said, do you have the Holy Ghost? And she said, no, I don't have the Holy Ghost. And they took her to the prayer room. And that day, the Lord baptized and filled her with the Holy Ghost. And she said she was in the room, and as she began speaking in tongues, in the spirit, she saw a door open and close. And as that door opened and closed, her old life went out that door. And the new life in Christ came into that door. Oh, hallelujah. And that afternoon, she called us. She called my mother and said, y'all got to come downtown. We lived in the Bronx. And so we went racing downtown thinking something bad had happened. And when we all got in my grandmother's apartment, she says, I got saved today. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, God. Think, oh, God. How many of you love God enough and love your children enough that I want to pass on the Holy Ghost to my children? Maybe I can't leave them money. Maybe I can't leave them property. But I can leave them my faith in God. That there's a God that's saved my God to the utmost and it wasn't long hallelujah before on a Wednesday night in a prayer meeting the Lord filled me and my sister Judy that's here and my sister Angela in the same night God filled us all with the Holy Ghost March 31st 1976 oh hallelujah and I remember vividly speaking in tongues in the service I remember the Holy Ghost filling me but I wanted to be sure that this was not just my imagination and not just euphoria so when I got off the school bus I went to my bedroom and I shut the door and I just started to reach out to God and the Holy Ghost started 
moving in my bedroom. You know the Holy Ghost is real when you can take him home. Oh, hallelujah. And you can talk to the Lord and the Holy Ghost will meet you right where you are. Oh, God, I was nine years old and I like most kids. I like to watch television. But that day I spoke in tongues all the way through the Beverly Hillbillies. I spoke in tongues all the way through good times. I spoke in tongues all the way through the Jeffersons. And by the time I came out my room, it was Walter Cronkite and the six o'clock news. Because if the Lord ever baptizes you, he'll take over your environment. Anybody here filled with the Holy Ghost? Oh, come on and shout hallelujah. But it's more, he is more to us than a feeling and a momentary euphoria. The Holy Spirit is your friend. And every believer has to develop an intimate relationship with God. You have to develop intimacy. That's why Jesus did not call the Holy Ghost it. He said when he, the spirit of truth, has come. Because an it has no force, no power, no ability. But a he has a personality. A he has the ability to establish a relationship. And so he talks about the spirit. And I'm almost done. And he describes the spirit as another comforter, a friend. One who comes alongside to help. And you need to understand the identity and the work of the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost should be doing more than just making you jump and shout. And he should be doing more than just making you run around in church. But the Bible, Jesus called the Holy Ghost the spirit of truth. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is a revealer. The Holy Ghost reveals you to yourself. There's some things you don't know about yourself until the Holy Ghost tells you. There's some things you don't want to believe about yourself until the Holy Ghost tells you. There's some things that you can do that you don't even believe until the Holy Ghost shows you because he's the revealer of truth. That's why you can't really hide from the Holy Ghost. You can hide from the preacher, you can hide from the saints, you can hide from the folk in the church, but you can't hide from the Holy Ghost because he will come to your house and visit you. Anybody ever had a visitation by the Holy Ghost? He showed up and talked to you about your attitude and talked to you about your behavior because the Holy Ghost is a revealer of truth. And that's why Jesus made this statement in the text that we read that it's the Spirit that the world cannot receive. And the reason why the world cannot receive the Spirit is because the world struggles with seeing itself as it truly is. We live in a time now where lies are so prevalent. Lies are so much the norm now. And I remember politicians that if you caught them in a lie, they would resign. Once if they told something that wasn't right and you could expose it and you had it on tape, they'd resign. Now, they just keep on lying. 
Oh, hallelujah, because that's the nature of the world. And that's why as long as you're in the world and following the world system, you cannot receive the Holy Ghost. If you're going to receive the Holy Ghost, you've got to accept some truth about yourself. And the biggest truth about yourself is I need the Holy Ghost. Anybody believe that? It? It's not just something that I just want to be special. I need this power in my life. I need this intimacy with God in my life. I told you last Sunday... I don't know how people live without the power of the Holy Ghost because he's holding me together. He's keeping my mind. He's sustaining me in the midst of my trials and my tribulations. Somebody in this church, open your mouth and give God the glory for the power and the presence of the Holy Ghost. He says this, that the world cannot receive. But look at this. But you know him. And when you come to a place of intimacy, you know the Holy Ghost. And how do you know him? Because he just doesn't dwell with you, but he dwells in you. Oh, hallelujah. He dwells in you. And I'm grateful that the Holy Ghost dwells in me. Because if he only dwelt with me, something could get between me and the Holy Ghost. But when he's in me, come on somebody, you don't have to like me, but you can't take the Holy Ghost from me. When he's in me, I can go through trials and tribulations, and what is keeping me up and what is holding me together is the indwelling of the power and the presence of the Holy Ghost. And he promised he would not only dwell with you, but he would be in you. And verse 18 says, I will not leave you comfortless. But I will come to you. And there's this, this season, if nothing else, has exposed to us the need for the Holy Ghost. Because in, in the last year, there's been so much sadness. In the last year, there's been so much death and so much separation. And many of you have been the victims of grief because you lost people that you love. But I hope that in the midst of your grieving, you found the comfort of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, because of the environment, we, didn't, we couldn't do the hugs and we couldn't do the embraces that we're used to. Somebody just hugging and holding you. And many of us missed that. I, I lost loved ones and my wife lost loved ones, but there was nobody to come and comfort and hug us. But, but, but if you had the Holy Ghost, oh God, if you're like me, you had the Holy Ghost come and visit you. Oh, hallelujah, from the inside out. You had the Holy Ghost come and touch you even as tears went down your face and remind you that even if you lost mama and even if you lost friend and even if you lost cousin or nephew or auntie I'm still with you oh hallelujah and there's something about the Holy Spirit that gives what the Bible says is peace that passive all understanding oh God there's somebody sitting here today that if it was left up to you you would be somewhere losing your mind if it was left up to you, you would be somewhere bitter, complaining, oh God, and falling into despair. But there's something on the inside that is holding you up. Anybody know what's still keeping you up? Bishop, I ought to be crazy, but there's something on the inside. 
side that's holding me together. I've been through so much hell. Oh God, I felt like just dying. But there was a life force living inside of me, sustaining me. People wonder, they asked me how I was doing. And I kept saying, I'm doing okay. They said, how can you be doing okay? They didn't understand that it was the Holy Ghost. Oh God, he does more than speak in tongues. He wraps his arms around you at the worst moments of time. He wraps his arms around you when other people forsake you. He wraps his arms around you when you feel like giving up and he holds you. Somebody put your hands together. Shout hallelujah. He's that indwelling comforter. He comes alongside to help. And I'm here today able to minister because I had help. I'm not going to lie and say I had it together. Many days in the last year, I've been scared. Come on, somebody. I wish I had an honest witness in church. With all that I know about God, many days I've been fearful. Oh, God, somebody coughed behind me and I jumped. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Hallelujah, because I had fear. I watched people breathe their last breath. I watched people suffer. Oh, God, I watched families torn by grief. Oh, hallelujah. And I wondered, God, would you keep me? But there was something about the comfort of the Holy Ghost that the Lord said, even if I take you, I'm with you. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, my God. That's that, that, that. Now, we don't like talking about that. But that's the comfort of the Spirit. That even if I take you out of this world, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. Oh, hallelujah. I'll hold your hand as you walk out of this life into the next life. But if you're here, I'm going to keep you. I'm going to keep your mind and I'm going to keep your spirit and your soul. And the only reason why I'm able to stand behind this pulpit and declare the word of God is because the Holy Ghost is keeping me together. Oh God, you can sit there and say it's your moral fortitude. You can sit there and say it's just I'm a strong person. Oh God, but I'm not that strong. I need the Holy Ghost to help me. I need the Holy Ghost to lead me. I need the Holy Ghost to comfort me. There were days I cried oh God for the loss I felt but it was the Holy Ghost that said I'll never leave you. Oh God the people that died wish they could stay here with you but they had to go on to the other side. But if I lost my friend if I lost my mother if I lost my cousin the one thing I didn't lose was the presence of of the Holy Ghost. I got separated from some of you. I'm so glad to see you because there's some of you I haven't seen in a year. But I can fellowship with the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. I come in this church that used to be full and it was empty. But the Lord said, I'm still walking in here. I'm still moving in here because I said that I would not leave you comfortless you who are crying you who are grieving check yourself the Holy Ghost is still on board you who feel like you can't make it check yourself the Holy Ghost is still on board 
somebody look at a neighbor and just say the Holy Ghost is still here. He promised never to leave me. He promised never to forsake me. He promised never to desert me. He promised I carry him with me in my storm. I carry him with me in my test. I carry him with me in my trial. And what is keeping me together is the power of the Holy Ghost. Somebody put your hands together. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Oh God. He's in because the Holy Ghost is more than a feeling. He is God living in the believer. Oh my God. That's why I don't understand believers that say I can't make it. How can you not make it when the King of Kings is living on the inside? How can you not make it when the Lord of Lords is living on the inside? How can you give up when the Creator of the universe is living on the inside. That's why Jesus said, because I live, ye shall live also. I came to talk to somebody that's discouraged. I came to talk to somebody that's been going through. I know part of you feels like giving up, but if you look on the other side, there's something on the inside pushing you. I'm crying, but I feel the push. I'm moaning, but I feel the push. In the old church, we said something on the inside telling me to go ahead. Something on the inside is telling me to lift up my head. Something on the inside is saying live, live, live. Cry, but live. Skip, but live. Drag your foot, but live. Because as long as I'm there, I'm your source. I'm the life source. I need the clothes. But look at somebody and say, you should meet my friend. Oh, God. You who are weary should meet my friend. You who are tired should meet my friend. You who feel like giving up, you ought to meet my friend. You who've cried bitter tears ought to meet my friend. My friend transforms life. If any man be in Christ Jesus, he's a new creature. My friend empowers me. After the Holy Ghost has come, he shall have power. Somebody throw your hands up. Shout power. Power to live. Power to stand. Power to face the enemy. Power to go forward. You should meet my friend. He's helping me. You should meet my friend. He leads me. You should meet my friend. He guides me. You should meet my friend. He's keeping me. You should meet my friend. He's loving me. You should meet my friend. He's holding me. You should meet my friend. He's joy in the midst of sorrow. You should meet my friend. He's power 
when I'm weak. You should meet my friend. He's keeping my mind. You should meet my friend. He's keeping my heart. You should meet my friend. Meet him. Come on, stand. Come on, stand. I'm quitting. Come on, stand. Oh, God, tell somebody, you should meet my friend. Oh, God, you should meet my friend. You should meet my friend. I've had a lot of people walk away from me. I've lost some friends in this lifetime. Some left me and couldn't help it. Some left me because they deserted me. But here's the reality. The Holy Spirit never left me. I strayed. And it's just, it's like, it's like your GPS. You know, you'll take a turn and the GPS will say, get back on the route. Get back on the route. And he'll show you the arrow where you're supposed to be. Come on, somebody. And he keeps telling you, come on, get back on the route. Get back on the route. And let's be honest. When I've turned the wrong way, the Holy Ghost waited for me. I wish I had an honest witness in this house. When I let other stuff get in my way, the Holy Ghost waited for me. And when I got back on the right road, oh, Shatama, he was right there. Oh, God, y'all don't want to talk about it because you don't want to admit. Anybody ever been restored? Almost lost everything. But the Holy Ghost showed up. Oh, Shatama, the Holy Ghost showed up and restored me. Oh, God. Got so entrenched in some stuff, I lost my joy. But the Holy Ghost said, I still got it here waiting on you. Oh, God. And for some of us, it didn't take but lifting our hands. And he came to see about us. That's the kind of friend the Holy Spirit is. He's been my lifelong friend. Oh, hallelujah. I wish everybody here would just lift your hands for just a moment. Because you know what the lifting of your hands does? It says, I surrender. If the Holy Ghost is not moving in your life, what reason why he does not move is because you get so caught up in you that you forget about him. But if you would lift your hands, and right where you're standing, ask God for a fresh touch. Oh God, right where you're standing, ask God for a fresh move. Right where you're standing, ask God for a fresh anointing. Something is going to sweep through this house. Something's going to sweep through this house. Something's going to sweep through this house. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh. I've been through so much. I've endured so much. I face so much. But Spirit of the living God, fall fresh. 
God. Fire fresh, fire fresh. Fire fresh, fire fresh. Fire fresh, fire fresh. Fire fresh on me. Oh God. Right where you're standing, your hands are lifted. I wish you would open your mouth and just give God the best praise out of your mouth you can give him. Come on. Say something. Say something. I feel a move in here. Say something. I feel virtue in here. Say something. Lord, you don't know. I've been through so much. God said, open your mouth and say something. I'll come in and touch you right now. I'll come in and bless you right now. I'll come in and feel you right now. I've cried. I've moved. I've travailed. But spirit of the living God, fall fresh. Fall fresh. Fall fresh. Fall fresh. I feel a fresh touch in him. He's walking down your aisle. He's walking down your road. He's walking where you are. Spirit of the living God. Fire fresh. Oh, Satana Rabosia Kanama. Ikadaraba Satana Yashiki Araba. Fire fresh, fire fresh, fire fresh. Fire fresh, fire fresh. 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 Come on, Zion. Come on, Zion. Come on, Zion. Fire fresh. Fire fresh. Come on, come on. Let it take some time. Let it take some time. Let it take some time. Fire fresh. Oh, God. Fire fresh. Fire fresh. Fire fresh. Oh, God, fall fresh. Fall fresh on me. Fall fresh on me. Fall fresh on me. Fall fresh on me. Again, that's 336-5-7-0-3-6-6-4. You can also go to our website for more information about our ministry at www.refugetemplenc.com. Again, that's www.refugetemplenc.com. Pastor Reginald and Lady Charity Davis and the Refuge Temple family would like to invite you to worship with us whenever you are in the Burlington area. If this ministry has blessed you, please write to us at P.O. Box 3552, Burlington, N.C., 27215. That's P.O. Box 3552, Burlington, N.C., 27215. Or email us, info at refugetemplenc.com. That's info at refugetemplenc.com. God bless you, and until next time, shalom, shalom.